In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, Jeff Zimfer. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. I hope you're doing well. In the process of you giving gifts, maybe you ought to give yourself a gift as well um, this year. And I'm thinking... Um, may sound like a shameless plug. If it does, I'm sorry, but it's really because I'm thinking of you and I want to give you a gift. And that is an opportunity to make the new year perhaps your best year ever in the mortgage space or perhaps the year where you finally um, succeed and break through to a new level with real estate agents. Maybe it's the year where you finally get serious and get started with your online presence, your branding, your social media, your Facebook, your content, learning how to do that. You know, if that's the road you're on, you'd like to get some of that done for yourself in the new year. Hey, I do have a gift for you. It's called mortgagemarketing.pro. Join us, join other loan officers there that are succeeding at a level they never have before with real estate agents. Join us and succeed with social media and online marketing. Pivot for the digital shift that's happening right now. You don't have a huge window to pivot and adjust, or else you'll be left behind. So, Check out mortgagemarketing.pro if that sounds of interest to you, or you can always reach out to me directly with questions. Hit me up on Facebook. Have you joined our Facebook podcast community page? If not, our group, uh, go to Facebook and type in Mortgage Marketing Radio. Love to have you in that podcast group as well. So with that said, let's transition into my very special guest, Lender to the Stars, Christy Hardy. That's right. She has the URL, the Lender to the Stars. You know she's successful when you hear that. So who is she? What's she all about? She's with Atlantic Coast Mortgage, and she has been in this business since 2004 and came out of the gate swinging from the get-go. She's a rock star, superstar. She is, a matter of fact, for, let's see, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, six years in a row, was voted Best of Loudoun for a local newspaper publication that uh, ranks um, different professionals. And, and one of those categories is mortgage professionals. She's won that consistently. If you guys want to vote for her after today's podcast, I think there's a link in the show notes, hopefully. Um, but you know, what we do is, is of course we dive in like we always do, right? She did in uh, 2017, 216 families. She helped, uh, for $75 million folks. That's top 1%. That's superstar. That is lender to the stars right there. 
And she brings some ideas to the table, Christy does, that uh, I have not thought about. And I was really impressed and pleased to have her on here talking about how she's now using Zoom to have uh, video conferences. And if you're watching the video portion of this on YouTube or on the blog, you can see I'm using Zoom. Hi, I use Zoom to record these podcasts, um, both video and audio. So she's using Zoom. Check this out. You know how we all do the coffee meeting with realtors and stuff? Hey, how about you do a Zoom meeting with realtors? How about instead of jump through all the fences of driving and coffee and all that stuff and no shows, you schedule a Zoom meeting and you have your first conversation on a Zoom meeting. Ah, oh, brilliant. A video conference one-on-one. She says it's working great for her. It totally actually reduces the pressure around that and everything. So consider that. The second idea she had, I'd want to give her the whole farm away here, but it has to do with a similarly using Zoom in terms of uh, client interactions, prospect interactions, and things like that. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what she does for realtors, um, how she uh, goes wide. Um, she's got about 100 agents, I think, that she's are in her sphere of influence and database. So we're going to unpack all that, how she's pivoting and starting to use social media more in her business, and just a really great, awesome conversation with um, a really terrific uh, woman in the industry and a powerhouse. Watch out. Don't get in her way. She's strong. So anyway, let's get into this week's show with my very special guest. Links to her website and other things are going to be in the show notes. Please welcome my special guest to the show, Christy Hardy. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, thank you for making time. I know you're incredibly busy. And so, um, as I pointed out to you before, right, you heard the formal intro. Uh, I always like to allow you to give your personal little perspective about uh, who is Christy Hardy, what's she all about, why does she love mortgages? Tell us all about that. <laughs> you know, I think like a lot of other successful loan officers, I really enjoy helping people. I have a gift of gab, so I enjoy talking. I enjoy getting to know people, building relationships. And uh, just enjoy the whole idea of marketing and helping people with their the largest purchase they're ever going to make in their lives, usually. All right. So give us the quick stats on how many years you've been doing this and um, 2017 volume units. Let's take care of the housekeeping, get that out of the way. Sure. Absolutely. So I've been doing this for 14 years. I just, I went to Zenix Mortgage Academy when I first got started. So I never was an assistant. I just went straight into originating 14 years ago. And 2017, I did about 216 units for a little over 75 million. 216 units, a little over 75 million. What is your average loan size? Uh, Somewhere in the mid threes, like 360,000. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I do a lot less. I do a lot of small ones. Too. Yeah, I mean that—that's really. I'm always more impressed with the people who do a lot of units or help a lot of families, um, yes. Versus then you know the person whose average loan is five six hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You got a lot more work to do to get that same level of income. <laughs> no kidding. A lot uh, of more future clients, though, is how I like to look at it. All right, well, that leads us right into the great first question. Um, you came out of Zenix, by the way. You pointed out that that. So um, I don't think I've had anybody on before who um, who. Uh, divulge that, if you will. Maybe they have, but I just didn't know. You found that to be a great um, training ground for your your career? You know, it's interesting because I learned a lot. Like I learned how to do a mortgage. I learned the vocabulary and all of that. And what was most important for me, I think right after that was I had a coach. Mm -hmm. They gave you, you know, like two months of coaching and being accountable for having to do the actions that turned into results, that was really key for me. I think 
Oh, and not only that, but the company that hired me, Green, like a brand new loan officer, they would pay my student loan debt if I did the work, the work that Zenix had assigned me. So, and they would, if I hit a certain goal after six months, they paid off my student loan to go to Zenix. Whoa. So, it actually was a game changer for me because had I not had that student loan looming over me, I would have left the business. Because <laughs> I actually hated it. I really could not stand it the first few months I got into it. <laughs> so, yeah. What did, what did you <laughs> I hate? I was miserable. What did I you hated, hate? well, my previous job, I was in uh, car sales. So, I worked for Enterprise Car how could that be yeah, worse? No, I used to, I used to, <laughs> one would think, but I was used to, and I had done this, I'd actually had just come off of like a three and a half year span of just traveling. So I hadn't worked in a long, hadn't worked in a long time. You had to build that work job I had had before. But yeah. But it was also instant gratification. You know, you sell a car, you get that instant reward right away. Whereas mortgages, you know, you have to deal with people for a longer span of time. You have to be patient. And the guidelines were pretty, even though they were a lot looser back then, they're still much more rigid than they were in the car business. Yeah. So I, it was just not what I was expecting. I mean, I, I knew I was good with numbers. I knew I was good with people, marketing, sales, but I didn't, you know, I didn't realize the frustrations that come along with being a loan officer. I thought it would be easy, like, like the previous Ah, this is easy. You know, you fill out some paperwork and, uh, how hard can it be? Right. And, uh, so, and it was interesting because I was a broker and correspondent lender. So, and this was back when we had to fax stuff, mail documents, you know, it was, it was very time consuming and I really just, it wasn't for me too much paperwork. So, Hmm. um, Luckily, I had the goals and I just wanted to get that student loan paid off. And then I started really getting it. And I started really enjoying it, what, you know, well, getting a little bit of success under my belt. What was the, um, do, you, do you look back and see, was there a pivot or a shift or something that happened that made it enjoyable all of a sudden? Well, I think the paychecks. <laughs> all right. I think so. I started getting busy. You know, I started experiencing a little success and I hired an assistant very early on. Ah. Was that so, part of the recommendation coming out of Zenix to get an assistant early? I, it probably was. I don't remember that being um, a big yeah. focus. I mean, it, it is now. Like I've spoken to some of the Zenix folks, you know, in the past. And, you know, and also I think just in real estate in general, you should focus on your strengths. And my strengths was never the paperwork. My strength was never doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I, I literally, my business just flourished. I mean, that was 2004. Times were good. Things were flowing in, whether you were really actively working hard or not. Yeah. And um, so I was, I needed an assistant. That's funny you say that because I started in 2003. And um, yeah, it's like that saying, the rising tide lifts all boats, you know. Um, and then, of course, we had the meltdown. And then the last five yeah. years or so have been pretty easy as well. Um, uh, but, and by the way, when I say that, I don't mean you haven't worked hard. I mean, the phone's been ringing. The market's been great, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. All right. So you got an assistant early on. Very smart move there. Um, so that freed you up to do what you enjoyed doing most, which is what part of the business do you enjoy doing most? Oh, that's hard because I really like it all. I love... Except um, the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> except the paperwork. Uh, and now there's no, now it's all paperless anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I... I enjoy being creative and finding like interesting solutions for people. 
And I, so I actually really like working on the hard loans. It's a blessing and a curse, but I've kind of become the person like if so-and-so can't do it, Christy can. Mm -hmm. And I really pride myself on that. Like I actually get a thrill when I can do something that other people have denied or can't do. So I think that's my favorite thing is working on the hard loans. Um, tell me what a hard loan means. Uh, how would you qualify it as a hard loan? Um, for example, I have one right now, literally working on it right this minute. Um, we have a client who was denied by another lender because they have an FHA loan and another, they have a previous FHA loan and they want to be a non-occupant co-borrower. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. the other lender just said, no, I can't do it. You have an FHA loan, whatever. Yep. And so I looked at it. And then I looked a little bit deeper and the other property that he has is in Michigan. So I looked at the LTV and it made sense for him. It actually made sense for him to do it no matter what, to refinance into conventional loan uh, and do away with the mortgage insurance up there. And then he could be the non-occupant co-borrower for the FHA loan here. So you're a problem solver. Yes, I am. Right. And once you establish a relationship as a problem solver, you pretty much have business for life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I really do. Like I, I get calls all the time that people, even, even, you know, listing agents will call me because they, you know, they're concerned that the lender doesn't know what they're doing and they'll call just to make sure that the information they're getting is correct. And mm. So I think I really have um, branded myself accidentally and on purpose as like a problem solver. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, you know, we talk about branding a lot and you have to be known for something, right? Or else you get lost in the sea of noise. So I understand what you say. It's a double-edged sword because what percentage of the time do you think people just throw crap at you because they're like, ah, whatever, let's, right? Or, I mean. Yeah, I think, I think it happens a lot. Yeah. So you, <laughs> and I would love to say publicly, you know, look at what I do on this crap. Imagine how great I would be on the good stuff. So I do think it happens. I don't think people are doing it on purpose, but I think, you know, like listing agents will, you know, have me save a deal. That's Mm -hmm. tough. Just because you're branding yourself somewhere or you're known for whatever, like some people say, well, what if I brand my, you know, I want to be the first time homebuyer specialist. I'm going to turn, I'm not Mm going to get the rest of that business. That's not true. You're still going to get that other business, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I did, and that's another facet of what I love doing is helping the first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I first got a mortgage and it was before I was a mortgage lender and the guy who did my loan was like, just so condescending. And I, you know, I'm a smart, educated woman who had a finance background. And, and I just was like, you know, just because I don't, I'm a first time home buyer. And I was asking questions, you know, like, well, if I put 5% down, will I have mortgage insurance? You know, I was asking probably questions that he heard on a daily basis and was annoying for him. And I just felt like he was being very condescending. So I do think one of my strengths is, you know, my empathy and also um, having the ability to talk in layman's terms. Mm -hmm. You know, people, I always say, do you know what an escrow account is? Well, I like to call it like a forced savings account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of like to explain things and, you know, how I would want it to be explained to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay. So let's uh, talk about your business and kind of like sources of business. Number one source of business for you is realtors. Realtors. Shocker for those people that want to just live online and think you don't have to work with realtors at all. Yes. 
Um, realtors. And then I wrote down from our last chat, 60% of your overall volume is realtors, right? That's correct. Which, and by the way, I will say I don't pay for any, I don't pay to play period. All right. I love it. So you're leading yeah. this, this interview so well, so perfectly. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. I love it. It makes my work easy. I'm like, kick back and, yeah. um, do you get, do you get presented that frequently? All the time, all the time. And it, you know, it's, I'm just really quick to say, no, I just say, you know, if I did it for you and have to do it for everybody, I just can't do it. But, but what happens if you lose? And and I feel like, Oh, heaven forbid there, you know, it's okay. It's okay. They'll come to me for their hard loans. I mean, honestly, that's how it ends up. (laughs) There you go. And they'll send me, so they might, they'll find, Find somebody to pay and they'll work all their Zillow leads with that lender. And then they'll still send me their brother and their mother and all their friends. So, so and I just all wanna, the tough loans that that Zillow. No, I love it. By the way, your confidence is awesome. So unless some listeners could use a little <laughs> boost of confidence and certainty about your value, because it's clearly you recognize your yeah. value in what would you just said, but I want to just yes. pause for a moment on the whole, because I know some people listening are thinking this, wait a minute, does she just tell realtors? No. And then move on. I mean, what's that sound like when they're like, hey, uh, Christy, I would really love to partner with you. Tell you what, though. I mean, I'd really love my lender to like, you know, pay for some Zillow leads. Christy says. Yeah, I hear you. But well, like I said earlier, I can't do it just for one person. I'd have to do it for everybody. And also what I found is the Zillow leads really won't get you as much bang for your buck if we partner up on doing some other things. So I'd love to contribute and help you, but maybe we can do some seminars. Maybe we can do some webinars together. Maybe we can do some corporate programs or, you know, find another avenue to bring in the business and I can help you market to your database. I can help you. And, and also all the clients that you send to me, you know, we're going to have them on such an amazing retention program that they're going to keep referring us. And I like to see myself as a, an extension of you. And I think I bring much more value to the table than a few hundred dollars a month. Wow. I love that. I think that's one of the best responses I've ever heard to that when I asked that oh. question. Um, and I'm not blowing smoke. I'm serious. Will you still, will you still do business with me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the fact that you see yourself and you tell agents you're an extension of them. I was just talking about this the yes. other day with somebody. You. So we've been in the business roughly the same time. Um, back in the day, that was the pitch about your value proposition, which is I'm part of your team, right? So when I am part of your team, and I'm sure you do this too, I call and I introduce myself as part of your team. And then I build you up, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And I do do that. Well, why have people gotten away from that? I mean, why aren't loan officers getting that today? I think that they are really... um, they're afraid. I think so. You know, you, you did nail it. I'm very confident and I'm very comfortable with what I offer. And I think a lot of, um, it's easy, you know, if you get, feel that desperation or you start getting worried that times are tough and stuff, you just have to realize that you are worth more than that. And you're not just, you know, that, that realtor who's going to ask you that, I don't know. They're not necessarily the people that I want to work with. Like if they, if they only are in it for the money, then they're not in it for the relationship. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of other lenders are, you know, the lenders who do that, sometimes it does make sense. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes financially it might be a good choice, but just for me, it just seems like 
it just seems silly. Yeah, I'm glad you made that point. Um, for our listeners, I want to make sure that's clear. I don't think we're saying it's never a good idea. I think it's it's really based on the yeah. situation. It's based on if if they're coming out of the gate saying pay to play, there's no yes. relationship. That's a problem. Right, and that's what I'm talking about. I mean, there's definitely times where I'd like to help you know help people out, but maybe I would offer to do something more relationship focused, like having a um, you know, like a housewarming party for our client mm-hmm. or something where I can have a personal touch. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, but, but, but like I said, it's, it does work great for some other loan officers, I think. But then again, you know, I, I would rather spend that money doing something fun. Yeah, no, I think uh, what we're saying is, again, it, it works if the relationship is there first and your sole value yeah. prop is not just the, the monthly paycheck because then they're just going to bounce you for the next biggest paycheck. Um, exactly. But it's funny, I've been doing some research on Zillow for a presentation I'm doing. And um, I mean, let's face it, right? They're generating hundreds of millions of, of site visitors a month. I mean, it is mm-hmm. the number one destination online for properties. That opens up a whole new conversation about Zillow, which we won't go and do here. But um, all right, so let's, let me get a better understanding. So 60% of your business is from realtors. Are you concerned about that? Are, are you seeing realtors you work with? Um, slow down, have less to send you? Yes, Mm -hmm. I am. (laughs) And they are too. Everybody's feeling a little bit of a pinch right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's weird. I've kind of gone the non-traditional route. I know a lot of high producers will tell you, you know, align yourself with with the, the biggest and the best realtors out there. And I have, I mean, I definitely have some of those relationships, but I have a lot of younger newer realtors who need me, you know, like that. So like they need me more than I need them. And so maybe they do one deal every two months Mm. or one deal every six months, but I have a lot of them. I probably have over a hundred agents, maybe 150 agents that, that will send me a deal here and there. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to ask you that anyways. So then how do you stay top of mind and engaged and appear available? You know? So that's, that is definitely one of my challenges, but I, I focus a lot on Facebook and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, I try to stay as interactive as I can with their lives and what they're doing, what they're posting on Facebook. And also I post content, um, that I think they'll find valuable, like video, like I'll, I'll do videos. So they don't get to see me that often. I don't, you know, I'm busy working or whatever. So it is one great way. If I shoot a little video talking about something, you know, first time home buyer program or whatever, they may not listen to the whole thing, but they feel like they get to know me just because I'm doing a video. So I feel like I can reach a lot of people that way. And I also have like a CRM and that sort of thing where I send them weekly things, you know, (laughs) I love it. I have like a CRM. It's it's kind of like a CRM. <laughs> uh, I, I do have a CRM. I have two CRMs, as a matter of fact. Why so do you? One okay, is, sorry, tell me. Why do I have two? Yeah, what are they? Tell me. Tell me how you use the two of them. Okay, one is internal, internal at my company, and it's called Loyalty Express, mm, and that's great, you. and that's that's works really well, and it does. Um, you know, it'll it sends out reminders and updates and different things. And then the one I've used since I got into the business, it was formerly called the media center and now it's called Usherpa. And that one is just, uh, you know, I've had it for 14 years and I just can't let it go. Like it's just cause I really become accustomed to it and, Your and old I, my whole database is in there. 
Mm-hmm. So um, that one's great because, you know, it sends out like quarterly newsletters in the mail. It sends out anytime I want to do a blast, like a, an announcement or something, I can send it through there. Uh, it helps me keep track of my daily activities. So every every client I've ever met, every realtor I've ever input in there, I know when it's their birthday. I know it's when their their anniversary is coming. So I think the reason I keep that that one is because of the longevity of my database. Yeah. Whereas Loyalty Express is only my new clients. We okay. haven't had the Loyalty Express very long, only a couple months. Okay. Um you make it a pro. I just want to go back to follow this realtor thread because so many loan officers out there meet uh, realtors and they don't put them in a database. They don't market to them and things like that. Um, but obviously you're doing that, right? Yes. Okay. So they go into the religiously, database. religiously uh, back to your videos for a second. Um, the, the content videos so, uh, and the realtor thing. So you will then you meet a realtor, whatever, there's a connection. You're going to go on Facebook and friend them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. If I know I'm going to be meeting with them, I'd friend them first, do a little bit of research on them and that sort of thing. But yeah, if I meet, meet someone at a broker's open or whatever, I, I immediately friend them probably while I'm standing right there with them. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Talk about being proactive. They're like, hey, you just friended me. I'm like, yeah, boom, there we go. Yeah, um, exactly. And the videos you're posting, are those go on your business or personal page or you mix it up? I usually post them on my personal page and then share them to my business page. My business page is okay. I just feel like it's like a nice, if people want to see reviews or whatever, but you know, I think it's important to have a personal page that people can relate to you. So, you know, I have my dogs, my kids, my family life, like I'm kind of all out there. I think that's a great point for you listening. Um, Let's not forget that it's like we keep saying, it's a relationship business and people do business with people. They don't do business with the business page per se. Um, so I think that allows yeah. you, that helps you kind of facilitate that trust, that likability that, oh my gosh, Christy's a real person. There she is with her, her dog, you know, all that stuff. Right. Yes. Okay. So realtors, um, anything else you're doing for realtors, events, classes, that kind of stuff? Mm, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I want it to be more and that's one of the, uh, one of the things I am getting ready to incorporate what I'm trying to do is tag up with, with an agent and, you know, another business source and do some, um, some of like we're doing now, like a zoom call Mm -hmm. where we can all be in like a group and um, discuss things uh, like that. And I also, one of the things I'm really, um, this is kind of very new for me and I've only done it with a few of my clients but the Zoom is amazing. So I really am trying to Zoom with all of my clients. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's that personal connection, personal touch. Because if they can't mm-hmm. come into the office. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go back to the and idea. Where of, I live, the yeah. traffic is crazy. Is it? Mm-hmm. It can't be as crazy where I used to live in, in Southern California. Come on. Um, True. I used to um, live in Southern California. You did? Where? <laughs> That's where I worked for Enterprise. the so car sales place. I, I lived all over. Like, Manhattan Beach, Pasadena. Do you do you know Chris and Nikki Corbett? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just they're well, friends. Yeah, with... they were my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> no, they used to work at Enterprise too. Uh, anyways, um, I probably do actually. And that's right around the same time. Probably. Um, okay, yeah. so back to back to the Zoom thing for realtors. What you made me think of is uh, I've been talking to a number of loan officers lately about doing a book study 
with realtors, but you just brought a new element to it, which is doing a Zoom. Because if you only got five or six agents, right, that's another great element to it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's great. And I've been, you know, I've been actually um, reaching out to some of the agents that I want to work with and inviting them for a Zoom chat. So we'll have, you know, like a coffee talk, Yeah. you know, just like a 15 minute. So instead of actually having to go anywhere, you can see I work from my home. Yeah, it's like beautiful. this is this is where I work. I don't yeah. ever leave my house, really. I mostly stay here. <laughs> I, I know it's like a good thing the camera is only here, right? Because the sweats, the shorts, whatever you know, nobody needs. Uh, Normally, actually, my husband comes home sometimes, and he's like, "What are you wearing?" Because I'll be wearing like a like a suit jacket and yoga pants. <laughs> well, in full, because in full- I've been zooming or doing. Right. In full disclosure, I wear the same outfit every day. You know, I mean, I just wash it once a week. <laughs> All right. We just crossed over the TMI border. Um, totally. Absolutely. No, but I love that idea of meeting agents on a Zoom call. It's like, that is totally unique and different. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't have to waste time with coffee and buying and driving. And it's just, and then it doesn't work out. That is, have you done it yet? No, you haven't, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I've done a few. How's yeah, it go? Great. Excellent. Yeah. It's awesome. Wow. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Listeners, your your admission price, it just paid off. You know? Should have paid extra <laughs> money for free. That. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking a little bit. Okay, so realtors, lots of that's a lot of good stuff. Let me transition real quickly because we could go on about realtors forever. I'm looking at my notes. Um, database is the other 40% of your business. You've mentioned your CRMs, all that kind of stuff. Do you do mm-hmm. then the um, you know, the annual mortgage reviews, things like that? I do. Um, I haven't for long. I just sort of started doing those as well, but I will, um, you know, like the, the database will tell me when it's their annual review. And I'm right lately. I've just been sending a text message saying, Hey, you know, it's actually, sometimes I'm doing a video like, Hey, it's Christy from Atlantic coast mortgage. Just wanted to let you know, it's time for your mortgage checkup. And then I'll send a little text to to go along with it. Um, And it, you know, Unfortunately, I don't really feel like, I mean, most of my clients are already in a good loan, you know, in the threes. Of course they are, Christy. (laughs) So that's going to be a challenge. But as far as mining my database on another level, what, you know, I'm very active in my community, like my neighborhood and, um, you know, my, I have some great connectors that are friends of mine that promote me more than realtors do. All right, I want to. So um, I think it's all about getting the right people in your database to have you top of mind, not necessarily realtors, just neighborhood people, people who you know. No, I totally agree with that. I'm going to talk about community in a second, but I want to go back to the texting thing. You have okay. a video, um, and you're texting people about, "Hey, it's your, you know, uh, 12 month, uh, you know, anniversary, whatever the heck it is." Um, but is it one video sent to the same? You know what I mean? It's not a different video every time. It depends. Sometimes I'll get a little lazy and just shoot one video and send it to everyone. But normally I'll send it and I'll be like, you know, Hey Jeff, it's Christy. Just wanted to say it's been two years since we've taken a look at your loan. Are you interested in a mortgage checkup? And then other times I'll just say a blanket statement like, Hey, it's Christy. Right. And you are texting that video out to people individually. I am, you know, my CRM send emails and I just feel like they get inundated already with emails and who knows if it just goes to their spam anyway, like 
Yeah. I just feel like emails are kind of on the way out. So mm. I feel like um, texting and even instant message. Yep. And for me, because I'm so active on Facebook, I feel like Messenger is really a great way to get the word out too. And I feel like they'll open it. They'll have a much bigger chance of opening it. Oh, 100%. And of course, you can put a video in there too if you want. Absolutely. No, I love that. Emails are on the way out. Scary. We always have Sorry. to. No, no, it's true. All right, back to the community thing. <laughs> Because I'm a believer in that as well. You know, when I when I teach realtors about branding and classes and rising rising above the noise, I talk about um, how they need to be in the local community as a local expert, featuring the coffee shop, the pumpkin patch, whatever. How are you? How are you engaging in your local community? And are you how do you intertwine business with that? If you do, I just like well, like I me, mean, my kids are. You know, I have two boys, so I'm really involved in like the schools and swim team, any activities that they do. I kind of sponsor, you know, the school, the school had a, one of my son's schools had a, had a thing uh, recently where they were, they were giving every single student a t-shirt. So Mm -hmm. I sponsored the t-shirts, you know, so my name is on every single elementary school's t-shirt just different things like that. But also like we have our own, my neighborhood happens to have a Facebook page to okay. its own. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I try and stay active on there as well. How so? How do you stay active on there? Are you posting? Like, um, like, commenting. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really post a lot, but I will tell you like, you know, this is how I got my nickname lender to the stars <laughs> is on this neighborhood Facebook page because Someone posted, does anyone have, I'm looking to refinance, does anyone have a good lender? And then my name popped up probably 15 times, you know, like all the, my friends recommended me on there in the neighborhood. And, and someone, someone just jokingly said, Christy, looks like you're lender to the stars around here. Mm-hmm. And so it just sort of starts sticking. So um, that's, that's one thing. I stay a little bit active on there, but I also let my friends do most of the work. Yeah, so you're just gonna you're living your life in there a little bit. You're posting pictures about stuff you're doing out and about with the kids and all that, right? Um, it's more of a that particular place is more of a you know what's happening in the neighborhood. So like I don't know, I don't really post a lot in there, but I'll comment on people's posts. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good practice. I'm sure there's other way to do it, but you know. No, I mean, I actually, I want to highlight, because I'm always trying to teach those that are listening, you know, um, and I've, I've learned all this myself from other experts. So regarding the commenting on posts, you know, you think about the opportunity you have, how many times in a day do we choose to not comment on posts or we just do the quick thumbs up selfie? Um, Absolutely. That's like a high, that's like a drive by high five. And so if you really want to get traction and engagement on social media, you've got to actually comment. Um, I agree. I think people will recognize how you make them feel like think about, I mean, the way I always think about it, I always look to see who comments and it makes me feel good when someone comments on my post versus in versus a like, it makes a difference. And now people are just getting even too lazy to make a comment. (laughs) So I do, I agree. I think commenting and and for me though, I really won't comment unless it's genuine. Like if I truly think it's a cute picture, I'll say, you know, something about it being cute, but, I don't just make frivolous comments either. I think that's a little overkill. Absolutely. You got to be sincere and genuine. It's the rules of life carry over to the rules of social media. 
Um, under to the stars. Okay, so uh, how do you then become? I'm looking at your webpage here, which we'll put links in the show notes to everything. But I'm looking at. But I'm looking at 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Best of Loudon. Best of Loudon Lender. How do you get that? Um, well, originally, when it first came, it's a local newspaper, but um, Loudon Times. Um, so anyway, the local newspaper. Every year they have category. You know, every every year they have the contest. And the first year, I didn't even know about it. Like someone called me and congratulated me, and they said, "But congratulations, you won Best of Loudon." And I was like, "Wow, I didn't even know I was in the running. That's amazing." <laughs> and the second year, I paid attention, but I also won. And then ever since then, the competition has gotten fierce. Like it's like really, real. There's probably. 40 lenders going for it and now it's about campaigning so i literally do campaign to win now <laughs> talk about my crm I, you know i send out a, a link so they can vote now like it's, it's hundreds hundreds and hundreds thousands of people are voting wow. so now i'm actually now i don't want to lose the title you know ah. nobody can dethrone the <laughs> so now i'm like actively trying to win <laughs> I love it. I love it. So it's not without a lot of work. December is a lot of my December now is focused on winning that award every year. Oh, you're out campaigning. Oh, you're out. <laughs> I'm out campaigning. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, we only got a couple minutes left. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm sure right now you're probably thinking about 2019, maybe evaluating a business plan strategy. Anything you're doing differently in 2019? Yes, there's actually a lot of things I just started implementing this year because I've had more time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it started slowing down a little bit in the summer. And so I really started changing the way that I see my business. So I am now, you know, I was very much in the throes of doing all the loans and, you know, very, very maybe micromanaging every single thing. Mm -hmm. So now I've decided to change and become the CEO of my business. Nice. So now I'm very focused on being a great leader, a mm -hmm. uh, great mentor to my team, and also focusing on different things like mindset, mm. uh, definitely focusing on um, more web stuff with realtors and more web content. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never, I never posted a video about work until this summer. So it's a lot of this is brand new for me. Uh, could you maybe give me one example of that when you say web, web content, web stuff, and do you have any thoughts in mind on what that looks like? <laughs> well, yeah, just, um, like the zoom calls. Uh -huh. Okay. I don't know. I want to call it web, but you know, face-to-face right. -face meetings with my clients, that's new and implementing a very rigid, um, system uh -huh. so it's every single client goes to the same exact system yes before i would make you know i had systems in my mind but i never really wrote it down and and got it out and shared it with my team mm -hmm. and now my team and i we've collaborated and made it like excellent i mean it already was smooth but now we know exactly who's doing what at every step of the game yep uh, what they you oh, sometimes okay. heard called the perfect loan process. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Working on that. Well, listen, I know well, you've got to go. You're busy. You got to do some Zoom calls with clients and realtors. Hopefully, I'm going to steal that idea. And by the way, I'm going to talk about it, and I'll give you credit for it across the board. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. So uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you, what would be the best way uh, to contact you? Uh, my phone number. I always answer my phone, 571-246-6767. Or <laughs> that's fine. You can go to lendertothestars.com too if you want to find my lendertothestars.com. Man, just say that to somebody and they're like, I'm in. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome all right so thank you again once for tuning in and listeners as always we appreciate you tuning in if you like this episode let us know uh leave us a review out there wherever you're listening to this on the on the www and uh we'll see you on the next one thanks a lot bye now thanks for listening to mortgage marketing radio want more truth in mortgage marketing get more free training and resources at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents, butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.